0: So today I'm responding to a video that Dave Zero Carb, I think that's his name, No Carb Life. His video is called No Carb Life on YouTube. He posted a video responding to me. It's kind of a cute video, actually. He puts up a picture of Cameron Diaz and something about Mary with her hair spiked up like that. And then he puts up my picture and he says that I'm not looking at the context of his heart attack or stroke. So first of all, I didn't even, I had posted a video about people on Twitter having heart attacks or strokes at age 35. So first of all, I was not referencing him because he's clearly not 35. It was these other two people. One guy had a stroke and could barely type and was mistyping words. And some other guy, I think he was a chiropractor had written a book, how cholesterol is great for you. And it's uh, amazing and blah, 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 something like that. And he ended up having a heart attack at age 35. Um, carnivore diet guy, or what's his name? Let me see. No carb life. I don't know. I'm just going to call him Dave. I'm not really sure. No carb life or zero carb Dave. Um, he stated that, uh, I was not looking at the context of the totality of his story and that I don't know what's really going on with him. And that maybe if I looked, I would know more. So then he goes on to explain this context. He said, look, I've, for the majority of my life, I've, been a smoker. I finally quit. I lived in a family where dad used to smoke in the car and wouldn't let us open the windows. And, you know, it's heavy smoke exposure. Sure. Given that's fine. Smoke exposure definitely makes atherosclerosis worse. He said for majority of my life around that time frame, my LDL cholesterol was not that bad. So his LDL cholesterol maybe was like 100, 120, 130, maybe something like that. But now that he's been carnivore for 20 months, he has these xanthomas or these xanthelasmas under his eyelids and over his eyelids. This is cholesterol depositing in your eyelids and in your skin. People get this when they have exorbitantly high LDL cholesterols. There's no more places for your body to put it. So you start exuding it into your skin, usually around tendons, extensor tendons, elbows, knuckles. Uh, Achilles tendons is a common one. But also your eyelids, your cornea. You know, you get this arcus in your cornea, which... looks like a uh, like a cataract almost like this white line like this white circular line um, around your cornea Um, so he says that he ended up going and seeing a doctor And, and in the video you can clearly see the xanthomas under his eyelids and he says you're not looking at the context you're just obsessed with cholesterol well yes I'm obsessed with cholesterol because that's what causes atherosclerosis if he did not smoke um the presence of high LDL cholesterol still gives you atherosclerosis, even if he didn't have diabetes, even if he died anything. So he says, well, now, he says, previously, my previous diet, all of my cardiometabolic markers were off and my LDL was fine. Now everything is fine, but my LDL cholesterol is off. So he said, how can this be that bad for you? Well, it is. Um, having an LDL cholesterol that's through the roof, I don't remember what his numbers were. They were they were really high, four or 500 maybe. I don't remember. You know, well over three hundred. Anything over two hundred is considered insanely high, anyways. But his were probably much higher. Somebody posted the screenshot of it, um, and he talks about it. And then he says, "Well, he had a CT angiogram that showed two blockages in his left circ." The arrows don't actually that he put on the video don't actually point to the actual blockages. They're a little bit more proximal to that. Um, But either way, it's an interesting, cool graphic. Um, but he does have pretty serious uh, osteal disease on one of his obtuse marginals. And he says that he talked to a doctor and he's going to follow up in a year. Well, in a year, several things can happen. Number one, depending on how high your cholesterol is, you, you may or may not really see a significant change in a CT angiogram. Um, i not saying you shouldn't do it. He, he probably should, but still you're not going to see like a huge, huge difference there. And he says he's going to follow up with his doctor and see uh, what happens after that, Um, which is good. I'm glad he's getting follow-up care and what have you. The one thing I will say that the xanthalomas or the xanthasmas around your eyelids will clear up if we get your cholesterol down. In his case, he probably needs to be under 55. If we get him down into the 30s and 40s, um, that will definitely help that clear up. It will also help stabilize the plaque that's in his arteries. Forget the eyelids. I mean, the eyelids are cute. But more importantly, he has significant blockages in his uh, coronary angio CTA. If you look at the rest of his CTA, and I read these for a living, this is, you know, my job. I don't know that the picture he posted is really his CT angiogram because the arrows are pointing to an area that's actually pretty open. Um, There is an area that is proximal that is not as open. Um, Also, the LAD seems to be cut off or truncated or doesn't look right. So I think this is more of a drawing and his doctor maybe just drew this for him or like printed this out and showed it to him. But this is generally not what modern day CT angiograms look like. He has a black and white picture. They're usually full color, super beautiful, nice pictures. I don't know what country he lives in. I'm assuming based on his accent, it's a little bit of an English, British accent. Maybe it's Australian. I'm not sure. It sounds more British. Maybe they don't have the technology that we do, but I'm sure in England they do. So I'm not sure why it's a black and white picture. Um, but he goes on to uh, talk about um, that he's going to follow up with a doctor and kind of see um, what the doctor says after a year. So in a year, generally your CT angiogram is not going to change that much, which is why I don't recommend people getting CT angiograms or even calcium scores because it's not that helpful. If your LDL cholesterol is elevated, it is elevated. He goes on to critique me saying that I'm just obsessed with cholesterol and all these lipid doctors and cardiologists, it's all they're obsessed with because it makes them have patients. So he says that I just want to keep people sick so that I'll have more patients. This generally doesn't make sense because if I wanted patients, I would be recommending a keto carnivore diet to everyone so everyone can raise their LDL cholesterol, plug up their arteries, and I'll have patients for life. He says, well, you, you benefit from this because you put people on medications for life. They have to see you every month. So first of all, the medications are super cheap. Nobody really benefits from that. Second of all, we don't see patients every month, usually once or twice a year. And I'm trying to prevent you from ever needing a cardiologist, which is what I said in the video that he quoted and showed. And the way I'm trying to help you not ever see a cardiologist is by telling you what to do so that you don't ever need a cardiologist. Um, but apparently that's not good enough, and he thinks I have some ulterior motive. And then he talks about the one doctor that I quoted, he's not even a doctor, the chiropractor that says, you know, cholesterol is not the problem, having high cholesterol is okay for you, and he sells a book about cholesterol, and then he says, well, don't you sell a book? Well, yes, I sell a book about weight loss, and it's scientific evidence on how to lose weight properly without all the fad diets and madness, like, for example, keto, carnivore, Whatever diet you want to do, cabbage diet, intermittent fasting, whatever. It's going over all the science and data. You can pick whatever diet you want. In fact, the conclusion of my book is pick the diet that you like, that you can do forever, and do that one. It can definitely be keto. It can definitely be carnivore. But if it raises your LDL, it's probably not cooperating with you. So pick a different diet if that's the problem. And he says, How come you're allowed to sell a book? I'm a free market capitalist. You can sell whatever the hell you want. You can sell supplements. You can sell books. You could sell earrings. You can sell whatever you want to make money. And I hope you make billions and billions of dollars. I would love for you to do that. And his YouTube channel, I would love for him to make tons of money. He could sell a book about his experiences and whatnot. My problem is when people sell books that are dangerous, like these people, like Malcolm Kendrick, for example, he's this general practitioner that tells people having cholesterol is high. And he wrote a number of books on having high cholesterol is good for you and it's not bad for you. And this guy, Malcolm Kendrick, first of all, he's not a cardiologist. He's a general practitioner. In the United States, general practitioner usually means you finished med school, did a one year internship, and never did a residency. I don't know what it means in England, but a general practitioner is not a cardiologist. Second of all, I've watched and listened to multiple Malcolm Kendrick podcasts and videos. He's using data and scientific research from the 1970s. He literally still thinks that cholesterol comes in to patch the damage of arteries. That's what we thought in 1973, maybe, that there was damage and the cholesterol and LDL particles came to clear up the damage. But obviously, we no longer think that. We've tested that theory. We've damaged arterial walls on purpose. We scratch them up with catheters even when we go in to do cardiac angiograms. And that's not the case. You need intact and healthy endothelium to actually cause plaque. If you don't have healthy intact endothelium, there's not going to be atherosclerosis. You need healthy intact endothelium. The endothelium next door to it where we went in and scratched it and damaged it ourselves does not cause plaque. It denudes, it kind of scabs over almost, and it does not plaque. So that is another thing that I thought was important to point out. Um, I think it was a funny video. I think it's cute and funny that he used Cameron Diaz from something about Mary. Um, I think that was uh, very witty and uh, brilliant. Um, But also, uh, I feel like he needs a little more data, maybe, and a little more background. I'll be more than happy to talk to the guy. He clearly has xanthomas under his eyelids, and people have pointed that out to him. In just 20 months of being on this diet, and this is him saying this, not me, in just 20 months of him being on this diet, he's developed some of the worst possible outcomes of this diet. Sure, maybe you were a smoker in the past or your dad used to smoke in the car and he was, says he was an alcoholic and he has anxiety. He's gotten over most of those things, which is good. But generally speaking, unless you have high LDL cholesterol to begin with or high apolipoprotein B, you are not going to be laying down plaque. We know at about an LDL cholesterol somewhere around 60 you know, 57, 60, somewhere in that range. Above that, you're putting down plaque. Below that, you're not. For the vast majority of people. And I'm pretty sure when he says his LDL cholesterol was normal, it was probably not normal. It was probably definitely not less than 60 or less than 55. It was probably in the 100 to 130 range, which for the longest time we thought was actually uh, normal. So definitely I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't consider that normal um, in all, at all. Um I I think an LDL cholesterol somewhere in the range of 20 to 40 is probably optimal. I don't know that I would call that normal, but it's optimal. If you want to live the longest and and live atherosclerosis free, you definitely want your LDL cholesterol that low. So those would be my recommendations. I hope I didn't offend him. I wasn't really trying to offend him. I was just responding to some guy called Steven something that was like, hey, what's going on with all these carnivores and keto people that are having heart attacks? And they would tag me in all of these videos, and I would respond saying that, you know, high LDL cholesterol is going to cause atherosclerosis. You know, what did we um, think? But anyways, I hope that he reaches out. I'll be more than happy to do a video with him. Um, You know, if he wants to do a YouTube video, we can do it together. Um, I would have no issues with that whatsoever. Um, And maybe... He can figure out ways to deal with this that are still compatible with, you know, making him feel good. He says, and that's the thing. I find that a lot of these carnivore people or keto people say, well, I've never felt better. All my other stuff came into line other than my LDL. Well, that's good. You know, we're glad you lost weight. We're glad your inflammation came down. We're glad your diabetes markers all came down. We're glad your body fat percentage came down, but we're not glad that your LDL cholesterol went up. Of all of the things that could decompensate, that's probably one of the worst ones We want that to improve and get better, and I would hope that he finds a way where he can eat this way and still get his LDL down. Now, it's going to be hard getting an LDL down from 3-400 down into the 20-40-50 range, even under 100 range is going to be hard, um, unless he modifies his diet a little bit. Maybe do keto or carnivore, but instead of going saturated fat, try to choose leaner cuts of meat, use less saturated fat instead of butter, bacon, everything, use olive oil or use, you know, liquid oils instead of saturated, you know, fats, which are solid at room temperature. But anyways, that would be my suggestion to low carb Dave. Um, glad he made the response video. Uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't know that he was actually talking about me. I thought he was going to talk about his heart attack, but to my surprise, I found that a lot of video was him showing me talking and then him responding. Uh, which I appreciate. He was very cordial and uh, respectful, and I'd be more than happy to get on and discuss this if he wants to. Um, Otherwise, just watch my videos. There's tons of videos on YouTube, tons of videos in YouTube shorts and longs. I'm on every single social media platform. If you just type in Dr. Allo into anywhere, uh, you'll find my uh, um, social media profiles. If you go to drallo.net slash links, just links, all my social media profiles are um, linked on there. Um, but anyways, we'd love to talk to the guy. But if you guys want to hear more like this, share, like, and, uh, you know, spread the word about this podcast. I'm trying to get real good cardiology, cholesterol advice out there. And hopefully we can get this to more people. And uh, we're still at the, I haven't checked recently, 8 to 12,000 downloads a month, which is pretty remarkable since we just started this podcast. And we already have more reviews and more five stars than most podcasts that have been around for years. So I thank you guys. You guys have been awesome and amazing. Hopefully low carb, Dave um, we'll listen to this and, uh, someday, um, maybe reach out. And, uh, you know, like I said, I read the CT scans for a living. I do cardiac angiograms for a living. I treat cholesterol for a living. I've written a cholesterol book, you know, part of my education and training has made me an expert in some regards on this topic. And I would love to help people and teach people. So I'd love for him to reach out and we can discuss this further. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys. We'll catch up in the next episode. Peace.